And now, insurance-minded speeches from GEICO. It's a common expression, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. However, what if the horse's mouth is filled with useful insurance tools? This is the exact case with the GEICO app. Yes, the app is free and therefore a gift horse. However, look inside the app and behold, emergency roadside assistance, digital ID cards, bill pay. Get the GEICO app, look it in the mouth, get amazing services. Thank you. Let's go Mets! Happy opening day! A home run by Wilmer Flores? Wilmer! The Dark Knight! Who's Mr. Clutch? Duda! Let's go Mets! It's Jim Brewers, Mets, and more. <laughs> well, 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 here I am. I'm driving to um, Newark Airport. It is the day after the New York Mets have clinched the World Series. And I oh, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to start. You know, I think of this year, not even thinking of the Mets, I think of the year that my family has had. And I start way back from last August, starting with my father. Uh, knowing he was going to go, going there, getting to hold him to his last breath. How much I grew with my daughter who stayed there every single moment of the way. There, my dad, my dad had a, um, his final done stroke a day before his birthday where he was going to be 91. And, um, I, me and my daughter grew so, I, I, she was a nine year old girl. And there was times when my father, he, he would, I had hospice in our, in our house. Well, I was doing the hospice. I was giving all the drugs and I was doing all the treatment for him, but I had them to guide me and constantly calling. And so he's in the bedroom and, uh, there was parts where he couldn't, he'd hit this breathing and, um, it sounded like he was choking and they'd say, no, that's, that's the back of your the thing that hangs in your throat and it's just dry and that's what it's going to sound like. And I know it sounds horrible. And I would tell my daughter, listen, if you don't want to, you, you, you don't have to watch it. She went, no, I want to be here. And she tried to make him laugh, even though he clearly seemed incoherent and almost comatose. But, um, those moments and then, you know, not even five weeks later, my sister, not only does my sister pass, but her daughter is getting married the week that she passes away. And I'm marrying them. So the emotional roller coaster of that in life, knowing I'm marrying these two. It is a painful day. We don't want the attention to be on the pain. We want it to be on the future of her daughter. And uh, those emotional roller coasters. And then, not even a month and a half later, my wife is diagnosed with the second round of cancer. And you... You just... You bear down in life. You bear down in life. And I tell you what, 
the minute my wife wasn't even better yet she was going through the chemo and she would she would take a you know people out there if you if you know somebody going through chemo I'm telling you and I'm working on this right now get your iPad I'm working on getting videos to be done here it you watch mindless funny humor and when I say mindless there's channels out there where it's just funny cat humor, funny animal humor, funny baby humor. And I tell you what, we as a, it brought our family together. All of us would sit because those are things that bring an entire family together. And we'd all sit and we'd all watch and we all laugh. We attach it to the TV. When my wife had to go to chemo, we'd go to the the hospital and we'd watch it there. And other people would laugh. And we became friends with everyone else there who was still in contact with. And another big saving grace. And for some people, it's so many other things. As my wife. We, we I, I'm going to say it was uh, April. It was April. So I started a, l- a little bit of our healing. I'm going to say started around March, just when she started her chemo. And we went through the chemo. And um, she said, you need to make videos every day of this, of me going through this. And I went, I, I don't, I, I don't, I can't do that. And she's like, no, it'll be inspiring for people. It'll be inspiring. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm ha- I don't know how to figure that out. Because the, to me, there's a fine line too with, hey, going through, uh, I'm going through this in life. So feel bad for me and come buy a ticket. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 you got to be very... You can't come across like, hey, I'm going to use this for popularity. That's gross. And I th- I think of the strength. They're co- this is where I get into the marriage warrior thing. And the when you have to sit back as the partner, as the wife or husband, and so many people don't... It, you, You'd lock into that selfishness of me, me, me. And I, I, I really sat back and I looked at the power of my wife, what she's going through, the fear of death, the fear of leaving her family, the fear of getting this again. And she not only plowed through it because she has the Bracker gene and it's her second go around and... Uh, the inspiration she has given me has bled to so many aspects of my life. And um, one of them, I have to, it struck me, and I'm getting, I'm, I'm going somewhere with this. It struck me multiple times, but it really, really hit me about a week ago. Um, we... Now, I start back all the way from uh, April when I started making videos. I started making videos in March, uh, February and March. And a lot of them were my family and maybe a little marriage warrior stuff or the nice head one, the way people park and stuff like that. But um, when it really kicked in, out of everything that's happening now for me and the Mets videos, 
is all my wife. She sat there and, and, and something we discovered from her going through cancer again was passion. Passion in life. I can't tell you there's been times where I've been depressed and, and just like you, just like you. We all go through these moments in life where I don't know what am I doing? Where am I going? What is my goal? Yes, I'm a father. Yes, I'm to take care of these children. Yes, I'm to be a good husband. But you wake up and you're numb. You're you're just walking the steps. You're just going through the system. You're just... Life is about passion. That's why children are so appealing. It's, there's nothing more passionate than watching a child play and enjoy life. And, and just because they're experiencing all the great things in life. And um, she knows my passion for baseball. She knows my passion for the Mets. It's not just about a sport. It's not just about a sport. There's so many people that are really ignorant and small-minded. Oh, it's a bunch of jocks. It's deeper than that. For some people, yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. For me, it's it's back to my family. It's a family-based glue for all of us where I remember my childhood being with my mother, watching my mother flipping out with games. Come on, Mookie! Mookie, come on, Mookie! Cursing at the other teams. Oh, you bastard, you bastard! Those damn Cubs, those damn rotten at I mean, yelling, screaming. We moved to Florida in 1987 or 88, and <laughs> our neighbor was from Chicago. And they were big Cub fans. They were great neighbors. And uh, But when the Mets would play the Cubs, she would yell over the fence, Take that, Marge! Take that, Marge! Woo, we beat your damn Cubbies! Come on, Mookie. And our dog was Mookie. So that that is why the Mets are even a deeper thing. It's, it's a family member. It's a family member. And you stick through your, your team through thick and thin. And, uh, you know, my big joke is being in love with the Mets is like being in love with an alcoholic for years. Because they always bring you turmoil. They always, they're just going to disappoint you again. Well... Right now, that is not the case. And, I, and so, it, it was March, uh, April. It was April. And um, we just came off a great vacation, and the Mets were starting. And it was game one. And my wife said, Jim, why did, this is what you should make videos on. She thinks I should be a sportscaster. For the last 10, 15 years, she said, you should be a sportscaster for the Mets. Oh, that would never happen. She's like, well, you should. I said, well, they're, they got great. It would just never happen. She says, why not? You would love that. Tell me you wouldn't love that. I went, you know what? I would. I, that would be a dream come true. And then I could tour it during the off season. Um, so with that said, first game, she goes, Jim, you have to make videos after the game the way you are a passionate fan. 
and just take it from a fan perspective. Because I said too, I, I my complaint was I'm so tired of watching analysis and 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 broadcasters that just. Yeah, I know they have to be corporate, but it's just so frustrating with the, well, you know, he, uh, it's like, it, come on, man. Sport is passion. Can, I mean, unloosen the tie and let's do this. That, that's why, that is why Sports Center started destroying years ago. The back, 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 it's good. The Chris Berman and his sound of passion talking about the games and all those guys. It was, that's what sports is passion and my wife goes Jim you have to have to make a video after this Mets game and I said that's a great idea and from game one and I said I love this so much I'm going to do this after every game and my goal is I don't care what you think I am I don't care if I'm the guy from oh there's a guy 20 years ago signing live half bit whatever the comedian, whatever you want to label me as, at the end of the day, the human Jim Brewer, I'm a fan. I'm a diehard fan. I will always be proud of that and I'll always be excited about it, no matter what you are. You know, females are, are passionate about being a gardener. I'm going to go to my garden. I love my garden. What is the difference between that or my passion? What, 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 there is no difference. Whatever, whatever brings that joy to your life, that moment, that feeling, that emotion. And so, to go through the season, and I, and I, and I watched this team from game one, and I, and I started saying it in the middle of the season. I said, if these guys get bats, I have to be honest with you, they're going all the way. Because I've watched them play the best ace they they went up against the best aces this year and beat them they went against the best teams and beat them even though they were just above above 500 team they still were beating the best of the best with a zero lineup and i mean a zero lineup and so here we are as i'm getting as i'm driving to newark airport Getting ready to uh, fly to New Hampshire. I have a private show there. And then I head to uh, Iowa for two days. And I have casino shows those days. I am so excited for the New York Mets, all their fans, for baseball, my family. Because at the end of the day, it really comes down to family. So, talking about that moment that hit I brought it before so the moment alright my wife once the Mets made the playoffs she said can we get tickets I said I'll try that's all I could do is I'll try I said you really want to go into games yes oh my god and I bring my wife and, and my wife she goes I gotta be honest this was a funny moment yesterday she comes up to me and she goes you got me Freaking listening to sports radio. I, I've never listened to sports radio in my life. And I, I'm driving around. I'm driving the kids around. I'm dropping them off. I'm running errands. And I, and I found myself arguing with the guy who was talking on the radio. He doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm getting mad at listeners. I want to call in. And, and I sat there and I went, 
What, what am I doing? What am I doing? Listen, listening to sports talk radio. I've never done this my whole life. She goes, you, Jim, have so many of my friends are watching the Mets. So many of my friends are learning about baseball just because of your videos. And I said, hun, <laughs> you started this. She went, no, I didn't. I said, no, no, no. You started it. And it just, it just goes to show you as part of life, just as part of life. And I learned this so much about the, the comments that people make, good and bad. There's some extremely good and some extremely bad. You know, I don't know where people get the motive to be such dark, ugly humans. I really don't. It's, it's one thing being that, but to go out of your way to go on someone's page and just post hateful, ignorant, small-minded, disturbing comments, and, and you just arrogant, they're monsters. There's nothing, and they have children. These are, these are people with families that are, what are you teaching your family if that's, if you're the person acting like that? What, what is your goal? Is your goal just to spread negative, dark, horrible energy because you can't get out of your own cesspool? What is going on in your life that you can't light a match and find something to get your act together and your life moving? So you got to take it out on me for enjoying life or anyone else? It's, it's gross. There's no other word for it. It's just gross. But I said, D, you're, 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 you, you saw my passion. You gave me that idea. You knew that'd be a great idea, not just for me, but for fans. So this is all because of you. You started this. And I'm all over the place, but there was something, and I'm, listen, I'm very blessed in my life, and I've been around the world. We, my family, we've been to Africa, and and I'll tell you what, I've been to Africa three times. Once, once was with my mother and father in the 80s, and um, I think it was 1982, and I think it was 14 years old, something like that. 81, 82, and my mom was at Pan American Airlines for years, and she came home, I'll never forget this, now, you gotta, you know, my dad was Archie Bunker, just like most dads back then, and um, she goes, we get a free trip wherever we want with four family members, where do you want to go? And he goes, ah, I don't know. Let's, uh, I don't know. Let's go to Florida. She goes, no, I want to go to Africa. And he goes, Africa? What the hell is in Africa? And she goes, we go see the animals. <laughs> and my father goes, we can go to any neighborhood around here and see all the animals you want. I'm not going to Africa to see animals. And I, <laughs> the point of the story is, as another thing, my father... Every day he'd come home from work, sanitation, he'd have a cold beer. What's the first words he learned in Swahili? Baridi Pumbi. Cold beer. Wana, mister. Hey, as we do. Hey, uh, Wana. 
Burrity Pombi. Cold. Cold. Um, <laughs> but the second time I got to go to Africa was with some good friends. They invited us. They were touring there. They were working there. And uh, we got to go there. And I'll never forget this. We went to Nelson Mandela's house where he grew up. And went in the neighborhood. And it was just like a regular neighborhood. It was still, you know, people or there was kids in the street. And it, it really is that saying of it takes a village. There would be little kids walking around. There would be tables where people are offering to sell. And we said, we were with our, we were with our tour guide and the guy showing us around. We said, people just leave their items on a table in front of the house and they're not afraid of people taking it. He went, no, 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 no. People would never do that to one another in this neighborhood. He goes, they all look after each other. They would, they, the, the entire village would hunt that man down. Oh my, really? They did, they'd probably chop his hands off. Like, wow, you don't disrespect another human like that. Like, wow, wow. Um, which is the way it's supposed to be. So with that, we're touring Nelson Mandela's house. This is a moment that has stuck with me from the minute I saw it. It, it, it froze me. And it, it was like a change of a channel in my life. Nelson Mandela had a quote and it was up in his kitchen. And he said, one person can change the entire world for the better. But here's the kicker. As long as they don't give a damn who takes the credit. That is one of the most, if not the most powerful statements for humanity in general that I ever heard in my life. One person can change the world for the better as long as they don't give a damn who takes the credit. And that has been my motto since I saw that. And that was back in, I don't know, 2008, 2000. And it just, what, and I, and I help friends too. And they're like, you know, the person even say thank you. I said, let me ask something. Are you doing it for the thank you? Are you doing it for the gift? Are you doing it when you're, when you're giving somebody something, whether it be advice or a gift or helping them with something, are you doing it because you want to help them or are you doing it because you want the credit? I'm the one that hooked them up. If it wasn't for me, if it, are you happy in general for that person? Or do you need that gift? Do you need that recognition of, hey, look what I did. If it wasn't for me, if it wasn't for me, that would have never happened. You know, that is a profound statement. And it goes, uh, the point I'm making is my wife sparked a, a flame in me. The flame that I got, I sparked to others. And we try to keep it as positive and inspiring and passionate and beautiful as possible. And the moment that I'm trying to get to, I'm at the Mets game. It was the night Matt Harvey was pitching against the Cubs. The, the crowd was electric. And I mean electric. 
And I turned to my left and saw my wife with the smile that I fell in love with. The eyes that sparkled, the smiley eyes that I fell in love with from the first day I saw her. And to see that joy after the journey she's been in, all of us, and to see that happiness and the passion, that moment right there went, this is, this is more than just loving a team. This is more than just making videos after every Mets game. This is about enjoying moments in life, enjoying with the greatest passion when you love something so deeply and just giving it your all. And that's why I make those videos. And, and by the way, you hear horns, I'm, I'm now at Newark Airport looking for a parking spot. Um, and you know what? The freaking Mets are going to the World Series, baby! Woo! <laughs> I, I, feel like, I feel like I'm watching my kids. It's, it's nutso. All right, well, we're not going to listen to this dopey car going, oh, good, he's still, what? oh, it's slowing down, now it goes back up. So, oh, it's done. There you go. How obnoxious was that? I got myself a nice little parking spot. <sighs> so, with that said, I feel pretty good today. I am not going to lie to you. This is uh, very exciting for me. Uh, I, I, you know, my girls don't get my my two old ones don't like. Did they win? Like, yeah, they win. Did you make your video? Yeah, I made my video. Uh, so my teacher says you kind of he he loves your last video. Were you spraying champagne? Yeah, I was spraying champagne. Um, so yes, here we go. Ah, uh, life is good right now. All right, let me go check in. Um. I, I, you know, I got some time so I can talk a little bit. The the press that has happened from this is ridiculous. They're starting to play the videos on on every news channel, on Sports Center, on Sports Illustrated TV. It's 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 not so. It's not so. If you told me this is what it would turn into, I'd, I'd say you're absolutely bonkers, absolutely bonkers. But it is what it is. Now, here's something else for you, okay? I got something else right here. All right, so I got one more cool thing for you. Now, career-wise, I've got this music project. I cannot tell you enough how freaking excited I am. I, I'm just, I'm beyond, beyond ecstatic. Not because I think it's going to be huge. Not because I think it's going to be like the greatest songs in the world. Just because this is what I wanted to do for probably since high school. And I've had this vision my whole life. And I and even that I had to I try to figure it out and I did tour with a band for a while and um I did play big festivals, did go on a, a great house of blues tour and rock tour in the early two thousands. And I gotta say, it, it it I've always had in the back of my head I it it I was a little heartbroken that I stopped doing it. There were circumstances that, for, for some reasons, why I couldn't do it. I mean, the guy that I started with, 
the guy that I started with was um, it came from a radio station. I was I was doing a radio station. I said I need a great guitarist. Boom! Someone from my high school called. He goes, "Hey, Brewer, remember me?" I said, "Yeah." He goes, "I got the guitar guy for you." He then gave me some songs he wrote, and that was it. I heard that music, and I went, I could put my whole stand-up act around that. And we toured that, and just, people didn't know what it was. They were like, what? What is this? It was stand-up comedy that was scored with music underneath it to go with the emotions, to go with the story. And then when the laugh hit, then there were hooks for the people to chant. So that's a little bit of what this is. With also songs as well. Why am I excited? I'm 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 hoping to get it out before. It, it two things have to happen. One is if the Mets win the World Series, I have. I'm telling you, I have the celebration song. I have it. I freaking have it. Um, it's called Nobody. Nobody's better. I mean, and when I when I was writing the song, the song the song originally was about life and family, and enjoying the great moments with your best friends in life. And you, you know those times when you're just you're with your maybe your high school friend, maybe you're with uh, your college roommates, and you just you, you reach that point in the evening and the afternoon where you just look at each other and you're like, who is Better. Who is enjoying life better than us right now? And that it's such a great feeling. So it was funny. I was on the way to Germany, and while I was going to Germany, uh, I was I looked at my friend, and uh, he he literally looks homeless. He was my drummer at the time, and he's probably going to be my rhythm guitarist on the tour. Uh, Mike Tichy and I go, Mike, we're sitting in first class, and we're flying to Germany. Who's Who's freaking better than us right now? And I wrote this whole song and I showed it to him. And we just started laughing. Went, oh my, this is this is gonna be a whopper. If this is done right, this is a hot song. <clears throat> it's a fun song. It's an anthem song. And so that was my original intent, because I let my wife listen to it yesterday, and she flipped as well. And that's another thing. My wife's my worst critic. She's my toughest critic. And Every time I play a song in front of her, I literally, I almost get borderline depressed. I get super defensive because I know she's going to either trash it and she's black and white. There is no, oh, I like the way you did that shit. What were you thinking? I don't like this. This this is corny. This is hokey. One of the songs she called hokey. This song's really hokey. It's, it's, this is the worst one on the record. Well, I think it's one of the most fun ones. And I'm. I can't read. I, I can't leak out which song and all that jazz. But um, this one particular song, nobody's better. I already, uh, I already talked to the producer. The other, the other thing that it's really huge for is big arena, big stadium victories. It is the ultimate ultimate victory song. I don't care what you say. You know when you go to a, a, every arena, it's da na 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 da na 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 whatever it is, it's, it's they all have the same type of song. They always have the same type of victory uh, dance and theme and all this jazz. I, I could be way off the mark here, 
But the vision I have for this song, when, when the Mets win it, I whoa, 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 slow down. Slow down there, Charlie. What I meant to say is, if the Mets win it, if they win the World Series, I am putting a montage together, and I'm going to put it to this song, and I'm going to beg, even though my, my first song does not come out to January, the single of my CD, which comes out in April, the single doesn't come out to January, I'm begging my management and the, and the record label to please, please, please let me drop this if the Mets win the World Series. It has to be dropped the second they win the World Series. Because I'm, I'm not even saying it because it, it'll, it'll most likely get a, a, a lot of views. A lot, I'm not even thinking downloads. But it's, it's the perfect song. It's perfect. And I wrote it a year and a half ago. A year ago. A year ago I wrote this thing. And... It is just so bizarre how things happen. You know, I, I got another great example for you. Just bizarre how things happen. And the time of it and the lightning in the bottle. These videos are just catching lightning in a bottle. You know, I'm not expecting them to go this far. And So, years ago I get asked to do the Dennis Leary roast. No, 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 I'm sorry, I take it back. It was the Dennis Leary... Um, Cam Neely Foundation, and it was on TV at Comedy Central. And I didn't really have much to talk about stand-up-wise. I mean, Jay Moore went up before me, did like, he's supposed to do 10 minutes, he did like 30, 35 minutes. You know, crushed, killed, all that jazz. And um, Dane Cook was on there. Every, everyone on there was just destroying the place. Stephen Wright. So I got to go up, and I'm going... Well, everything's been talked about tonight. Everything that I wanted to talk about has been talked about. Now, at the time, the New York Mets were up against the Braves, and the Braves had that guy, John Rocker. If you don't know who he is, that's fine. He was public enemy number one to the Met fans. Why? Because he said, like, racist comments. He had a big mouth. He would taunt the Mets because you guys, you know, you guys suck. He was a he was he was a blatant racist. He talked about going to New York to see homeless people with AIDS and all the minorities and this and that. So he he got a lot of heat, but he'd strike the Mets out and then taunt the fans. It it was it was unbelievable. So with that said, I go out on stage. Someone mentioned to me like, "Oh man, how do you feel about Rocker, John Rocker?" I went out on stage. And I vented with passion, the way I do my videos, about John Rocker. I went off on him. And I ripped, ripped the place to pieces. Just destroyed the room. However, I came off stage, and this was October. And I went, well, that was pretty dumb. Because when does this air? January, if you're not into baseball, no one's going to know who John Rocker is. And if you are into baseball, who cares? It's January. The season's over. That was, I, I, I let my emotions get the best of me. What happens? 
a week before that special airs, John Rocker is the front page of every news because of his racist comments and his ludicrous comments on on everyone, minorities, people with AIDS, and 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 a week later the special comes out and everyone's talking about my set. Everyone that is did you see Jim Brewer and how brilliant how brilliant. Now I'm brilliant. Now I'm brilliant. But the timing, the lightning in the bottle, who knew? Who knew? And that's the kind of run I feel like I'm on in life right now. I've been living on joy of life, no matter how hard of a time you're going through in life. Death, disease, turmoil. You keep your eye on the light. You keep people around you that lift you up. You do things that make you laugh. You do things that heal each other, encourage each other. Even when people go out of their way to take your legs out from underneath you. That's what my wife has done for me. That's what my children and I have done for each other. That's what my friends, we constantly do. That's what you, the fans, do for me. Do you know how uplifting it is to me when I get comments from you talking about, I love when you said this. I, it, it changed my views. It, it changed my life. That documentary you did with your father. I loved your book. I didn't even care about the entertainment stories. It was the real life stories that really touched me and moved me and encouraged me. And I can really relate to you. Because life is about being relatable at the end of the day. That's the end of the day. So, I guess we went all over the place. I guess... Uh, at the end of the day, this is just a big thank you. Thank you. I know people are listening. And the people that are listening, that write in, trust me, I'm reading your comments. If I don't get back to your comments, I'm assuring you, I'm reading them anyway. And you're touching lives. And when you touch a live, what you don't realize, what you don't realize is that statement that I, I'll never forget that I read in Nelson Mandela's kitchen. One person can change the world for the better as long as they don't give a damn who takes the credit. Don't look for the credit. Go change life for the better. And may the Best baseball team win this World Series. Sorry, whoever it is, Blue Jays or Royals. You got a great city, great country. But let's go Mets. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, I, I don't even know how to tell you how much I enjoy all of you. You have no clue. There's nothing more I enjoy right now than... Then when I go on the road, you know, some people come up to me and they go, thank your family for, for sacrificing you to be on the road. You, you people are just so freaking thoughtful. You're, I love you. I, I love you. There's no other way to put it. Thank you. We all help each other. We all lift each other. I hope you have a great couple days. I'll talk to you soon. This is Jim Brewer, Mets and more. And trust me. 
there'll be a lot more. Have it going. I'm off to uh, New Hampshire, do a private show, and then Iowa the next two nights for this weekend. I'm playing two different casinos, and uh, maybe I'll see you out there. I hope so. Don't forget, I got the Atlantic City, the Brigada, then the Foxwoods. Um, I know I'm playing Nyack. Just go on my website, jimbrewer.com. And man, I got to get that song. I got to get that song. I hope they let me drop that if the Mets win the World Series. I'm going to call them now. Take care, everyone. Thanks for listening. There is more to me, Queen Eliara of Elfgard, than my elven magic. Just as there's more to Geico than saving you money, Geico also gives you 24-7 access to licensed agents online, on the phone, or on the Geico app. And while I am a mighty elf queen, I am also a mighty big fan of barbecue potato chips. Minions! More smoky mesquite. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Run to Old Navy starting tomorrow. All Old Navy Active is buy one, get one free. Two days only this Saturday and Sunday. That's right. Your favorite workout wear is all buy one, get one free. Better hurry. It's just tomorrow through Sunday at Old Navy. Valid 114 to 115 in stores only.